Welcome to the Life Money Balance Podcast with your host, Dr. Preston Cherry, certified financial planner, financial therapist, and money coach. Life Money Balance lets your life lead your money, where your life and money work concurrently to align, aspire, and achieve your life's design. Through real talk, people, and stories, you'll take away tools, tips, and topics to help you increase your financial wellness and guide you toward financial freedom. All right, let's chop. Hello, everybody. Dr. Cherry here. Hope all is well with you. We're back chopping it up. Of course, we're talking about life, money, balance, where we're letting your life lead your money, not your money, lead your life. And your money is working concurrently to help you achieve your life's design and you are living aspirationally. Let's chop it up. Been hearing a lot lately about folks' experiences with creating financial boundaries, very important for our well-being. And today we are going to talk about why we create financial boundaries, how we create financial boundaries, and who we create them with. (laughs) You know, we're watching sports when there's a field of play and folks step out of bounds as a whistle, you know, <laughs> and we got to get people back in back in bounds, right? And so we have to establish those boundaries so we can stay in the field of play and have that that life movement. Things flow better when we have when we have boundaries. When we see rivers flowing, right? There's banks that help water flow. All right. So when we have some sort of framework to keep things flowing. It really helps out with direction and control and and clarity, direction of where we're going. Same thing with money, right? So it's very important that we establish boundaries with money and who we establish that with. Sometimes it's tough. And when we're flying on planes, right? They end up telling us, y'all know what it is. They tell us, put your mask on first before you help out with somebody else. I mean, if you don't have any air, you surely can't save anybody else, right? I always share with people all the time that when I'm on the exit row and they ask you you know, to confirm when you're on the exit row, are you going to help somebody or are you able to you know, perform all the exit duties? Oh well, well, sure, because I'm surely going to get off the <laughs> get off the plane, <laughs> right? So once I'm able to help myself, then I can open that door off the plane and guide everybody else off, and then they can help themselves, right? So let's let's talk about financial boundaries. There's some definitions out there that can help guide you about financial boundaries. I've come up with one. All right. Here's here's one that I've come up with. Financial boundaries. Financial boundaries are limits and rules that help you protect your emotional health, your life well-being, and promote the advancement of your personal finances, all right, that align with your aspirations. Okay. Let me tell let me say that again. Financial boundaries are limits and rules that protect your emotional health and your life well-being and promotes the advancement and focus of your personal finances 
that align with your aspirations. We need that moat around the castle of our money. (laughs) Very important. Because if we don't have that moat around us, that protective uh, mechanism, then, you know, it could be a barrier to our progress in our life and money. All right. And so we need a system. We need to know why. We need to know who and we need to know how. So let's let's break that down. So why why would we go about setting financial boundaries? All right. Well, we have to set out financial boundaries for that that control and that control, clarity and confidence. We we need to know or you know we're not going to know for certain, but we need better certainty about our money. And we need to have limits on on what we can do. And it's not limits on restrictive limits. It's it's saying I need to know what I can and, and can't do. And when I know, you know, what my resources are according to my aspirations, then it frees me in a way. It frees us in a way to say you know, I don't want anything to encumber, you know, or interrupt what my aspirations are. All right. And that gives, you know, you more control over and confidence and clarity over what your money is doing and where it's going. All right. And if something comes up, an event, a person that could interrupt that area, then we then have something in place that says, uh, you know, I know where I do want to go and I know what I don't want to do. So I have more confidence and control and clarity of the decision I'm about to make. And that boundary gives us about that. It, it, it contributes to that well-being that I, that I was talking about in that definition. And I, I hope you uh, you know, listen to that that definition that I that I ran back a couple of times there. All right, and another reason why? How about preventing regret? All right, helping pre- prevent regret. Uh, when we have not established those those boundaries, and then we do something or make a decision that is out of bounds. <laughs> you know, I love puns, by the way. When we do something that's out of bounds and there's a whistle on the play, okay, then we may have some regret about the decision that we made. And when that regret sinks in, all right, that affects our well-being, not only our life well-being, but our our, our personal finances. And it says, you know, uh, had I, if I'd have known, you know, if I, if I would have known then what I know now, then I may not have made that decision. And if you have some boundaries in place, then you may have made a better decision and your well-being and your finances would be, you know, in, in, in better shape. And you would probably avoided that, that regret feeling. You know, we're never not going to live without regret, but we can reduce the chances that we have, you know, uh, regretful feelings 
if we have these boundaries in place. So that's reason number two that we have uh, boundaries in order. Number three, avoid conflict. Okay. Now I will get into who we're going to establish boundaries for here in a minute. Uh, but this is why we have these boundaries in places to avoid conflict. Um, and we want more harmony in our lives. And if we have established boundaries, not only with ourselves, but others, and we'll get to that in a minute, then we get to avoid conflict with not only our internal selves, but external folks or maybe who we love who, or who we're, we're close with. Okay. And there's, there's frameworks for that. And we'll discuss that here in a minute. Well, we're another reason why, all right, that we have financial boundaries. How about achieving harmony and aspirations? Achieving harmony and aspirations. If we're avoiding conflict, then we're shifting towards more harmony and more achievement. Okay. And when I talk about more, uh, more harmony, and more achievement, then we're talking about more harmony and achievement within oneself and more harmony and achievement with our goals and our aspirations and more harmony, harmony with others. Okay. And that goes directly back into number three. So when we're talking about why, all right, why do we set financial boundaries? All right. You're talking about more confidence, control, and confidence. You're talking about preventing regret. You're talking about avoiding conflict. And number four, achieving more harmony and you're getting closer to your aspirations. So those are some of the whys that you would set financial boundaries. Well, who? All right. Sound like an owl. <laughs> who? Who do we set boundaries with? This is a good one. Right. Well, let's start with the man in the mirror or the person in the mirror. I, I went with Man in the Mirror because one of my favorite songs by Michael Jackson, it, Man in the Mirror. Oh, now that's the jam, y'all. All right. But it's the person in the mirror. So set boundaries with who's in front of you. All right. And be realistic with yourself and others. So start with yourself. What are some of the boundaries that you would like to establish with yourself? that would help out with those whys that I was discussing, all right? Those confidence, control, clarity, that avoiding regret, that achieving harmony, okay? Avoiding conflict. And then we're going back to the definition of more, more well-being, uh, increasing your personal finances ac uh, according to your aspirations, right? Okay. So establish those and we'll and we'll talk about how we set these these boundaries here in a minute. All right. And what about others? OK, there's a long list of others. So we're still talking about who we set our financial boundaries with. OK, there's a long list. And some of these can be challenging because there are boundaries with people that we care about. And that we love. And sometimes that means saying no. And again, we'll talk about how we go about doing this a little later. The LMB podcast is brought to you by Concurrent Financial Planning. 
a virtual and fee-only firm serving households and business owners nationwide that offers a transformational experience to help you achieve your life aspirations. Learn more by visiting www.concurrentfp.com. Now, here's the show. Well, who externally do we set these boundaries with? Well, after ourselves, then we move on to family, friends, uh, spouses, okay? And all of these take communication and, and compassion, okay? Uh, and understanding of, of, of oneself's boundaries before we can set boundaries with others. And one thing that we want to grapple with or, or understand is once we have our own financial emotions and financial house in order, what it is at the time, then we we know what we are comfortable, our values and attitude system of what we won't enable for ourselves that we won't enable for others. So it's called financial enabling. And since we care about our own health and we have set those attitudes and values and behaviors in order because we've done our own self-care, our own self-audit and our own self-work on ourselves, then we've set a value system of what we believe that we won't enable in ourselves and hopefully now won't support enabling others. Now, that's not to say that we are judging or shaming anyone. Um, we, we want to lead, I want you to lead with compassion and communication when you're trying to understand someone that is approaching you sometimes with, uh, with being vulnerable in a, in a situation, because sometimes you are going to be in a, in a, in a, in a situation or a position, I should say, to be able to help. And a boundary, again, is not all the way restrictive or limiting. It does define what you can do. Because if you're in a position of, uh, a place to where you have defined your 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 boundary in of itself, and you have a little room, and you are communi- you're communicating with compassion and understanding, and someone's coming to you with a little vulnerability, then you may be able to help. However, if someone's coming to you that is out of bounds and there's a whistle on the play, then uh, compassion also means that you may have to say no and not financially enable someone who's not has not done that self-care, has not done that self-audit, has not done that uh you know those self-changes in order to make their own personal finances better for themselves. Um so again that's it's sometimes challenging but may take a conversation to say, you know, uh, in a non-judgmental judge, judgmental manner, uh, you know, I, I can't do it this time. All right. Again, you're coming from a place of internal balance, not to 
shame or judge someone else. Okay. And if you really, and if you're coming from a real uh, care point and compassionate point, potentially that potential stance may help one of your friend or family or, 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 or spousal members. Okay. So who do we, again, who do we define financial boundaries around? Okay. Yourself. Okay. Your friends, your family, your spouse, sometimes your faith. All right. That's a whole nother show, by the way. All right. And these will, will help the well life well-being and your personal finance health around your life aspirations and your and your attitude systems and your value systems okay all right now how how do we go about setting some of these boundaries what's the system look like all right well number 1 we're going to and we'll talk about this how do you set a system for boundaries number 1 identify and prioritize your systems, your your money and value systems, and your aspirations. Number two, define your limits and and be realistic with these with these limits. Okay. Number three, learn to say no. It's okay. Number four, offer specific expenses to pay for someone. All right. And then number five, have a written statement or contract with with someone. Let's go over those again. All right. How do you set boundaries, identify and prioritize your aspirations and goals? All right. Number two, define your, your limits. Be realistic. All right. Learn to say no, it's okay. All right. Uh, Number four, offer to pay for specific expenses. And number five, uh, have a written statement. Okay. These are some areas that you can learn how to set specific boundaries. Let's walk through a few of those. Okay. Um, identifying and prioritizing your aspirations. Well, uh, you know, when you're doing your own self audit, when you're, when you're doing your own self audit, you are walking through what's important to you. Okay. You are, uh, listing out and I, I, what's in what you aspire to do and how you want to allocate your money and your energy and your spirit toward where you want to go. You know where you are and where you want to go. All right. And so that is that connective glue that we keep talking about on life, money, balance. And once your 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 life and your money are aligned, okay, they're working concurrently. <laughs> Then you are try- you are working in the direction to achieve your life design, and when that helps you define your boundaries, all right, which leads into number two, because if you know your aspirations where you want to go, then that helps define what those limits are and being realistic. It's it says, okay, I know where my household wants to be. You know, you, your family. And then what you can and and are unable to do that will you know impede the progress of where you want to go, all right. So you have limits, and they're kind and compassionate limits because again you have to put that your your mask on first, all right. You have to put your mask on first to help you keep uh, compounding your process, 
you know, your process and progress. You know, compounding is growth on top of growth. <laughs> and if you impede that, then it slows that progress down. All right. Compounding is the, you know, the eighth wonder of the world. There used to be an Astrodome. I used to be in Houston. That's a whole nother story. But compounding is growth over the growth. And, and when you interrupt that, then you're interrupting, you know, your own progress here. Okay. Also, too, uh, let's go with, you know, learning how to say no with, and also, you know, being getting good with, you know, being able to say no in a compassionate way. You don't want to be mean with it. Right. Uh, and it's OK. It's OK to say no. It's OK to say yes. All right. Um, you don't always have to say no. Financial boundaries is not always negative. All right. You could financial boundaries because remember, you're setting limits. You're you're defining what you can and and will not do. All right. According to your values and resources and, and the like. All right. But sometimes that means saying no. Because you have to put your air mask on first. All right. And you care so much that you may not want to financially enable someone also. And that's OK. All right. You don't have to shame or judge anyone to do that. You don't have to interrupt yourself in order to do that. All right. You don't have a duty to carry everyone or a whole generation around you on your back and impede your own progress. It is okay to say no so you can go forward. And matter of fact, if you are taking care of yourself in a manner that helps you compound your progress, then if you want to help people in the, in the future, you'll be in a better position. All right. So, um, and how that, how you help yourself say no in a compassionate fact, um, uh, matter is having pre, pre-prepared statements. Like, uh, for instance, uh, you know, I would really like to help you this time. However, you know, we're really trying to do X, Y, and Z, and we haven't made it there yet. So, you know, can, can we revisit this another time? All right. So that's, that's one example. Okay. Uh, offer to, to uh, pay, you know, for specific expenses instead of just giving cash. All right. So if, if someone is asking for, for help, uh, then, you know, pay, pay for something directly rather than, you know, giving cash that heightens the possibility of financial enabling and then that money may go somewhere wasteful. Okay. So if you want to avoid or, you know, or, or try to sidestep that feeling of you're, you're enabling someone. All right. Because someone has demonstrated, not that you're judging or shaming anyone, that someone has consistently uh, demonstrated a, a borrowing, consistent borrowing behavior or, you know, demonstrated that they're not managing their money uh, in a healthy manner. All right. Then you can help them, uh, but in a way to where you can retain a little bit more control uh, of that help. Okay. So if there's an expense that you can pay directly to a vendor or a situation, then that's another way of defining a, a boundary. All right. And then lastly, Sometimes, well, a lot of the times, <laughs> you may need a, a written document in order to 
define payback period, the amount, the reason, all right, of that of that pay of that pay period. Uh, if you ever watched a judge show, like Judge Judy or Judge Mathis or something like that, what do they ask you? Especially some Judge Mathis. Shout out to Judge Mathis, by the way. You know, they say, well, where's the document that states, <laughs> you know, and they ask for the document and they're like, well, it clearly states here, sir, ma'am, right? Judge Mathis, sir, ma'am. It clearly states here that you had, that you owe this person the money, right? <laughs> well, it's get get clear on the parameters. It's it's healthy for both parties, okay, to get that communication in there about uh, about the agreement, and also too. To lastly, I'll say, when you are lending to somebody, lend as much as you can lose. All right, uh, lend as much as you can lose because you might not get the money back. All right, so. Keep that in mind when you're lending, particularly to family and friends, lend as much as you lose and uh, be, be okay with it. Uh, that said, have that written agreement though. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's what I have for you. We, we talked about a lot far as financial boundaries, uh, the definition of the, the why we set boundaries, the who, the how. All right. And why it's such important. And I'll close with the definition one more time, because it's very healthy to have those boundaries so there won't be a whistle on the play. They are limits and rules that help you protect your emotional health, your life well-being that promotes the investment and focus of your personal finances that align with your life aspirations. All right. All right. That's very clear. And we went through the, the module of, of why, who and how. All right. That's what I got for you. Until next time. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in and chopping it up with me, your host, Dr. Cherry, and our guests on the Life Money Balance podcast. We hope that this episode helps improve your life and money wellness where your life leads your money. That's the LNB journey. If you haven't already, we ask that you share, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. These actions help you receive new episodes on your device and other people find this show. We appreciate and answer all your questions and feedback. Please email us at contact at lifemoneybalancepodcast.com. Be sure to follow me across all social media platforms with the handle at Dr. Preston Cherry. Thank you. And until we chop again, cheers. The material provided is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as professional financial advice. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of myself unless otherwise specifically cited. The strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. The information expressed does not consider your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Information has been obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but my firm or I cannot guarantee their accuracy and completeness. Always consult with qualified investment, legal, or tax professionals before taking action. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results.